lift up your right hand to the Lord and thank him for this morning. If indeed you want to be a strong Christian, he is the only one who can turn you into a strong Christian. So welcome him into your heart this morning. Pray that you will receive his words. For those words are words of life. And they bring light and meaning to our lives. Therefore, thank him this morning that he will speak to you. And that he will also minister grace upon your life. Father, we thank you for this morning. We bless your holy name. We open our hearts to receive your engrafted word, which is also able to save our souls. Help us and strengthen us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Wonderful. Be seated, everybody. Well, it's a blessing to see everybody. And I believe that God has been good to every one of us. We are happy because of his mercies. And we know that it will even get better as we continue being faithful to him and serving him. All right. Elam, please move from where you are. Come forward. I don't know why you like the back like that. All right. This morning, I want to start. Well, this is, I'm not starting, but I started preaching on a different series on Tuesday, on Wednesdays. And I want to bring it into Sunday, you know, and I believe that I will be blessed. The title of the message is Make Yourselves Saviors of Men. Yeah, I know you won't say amen to that because that's not the reason why you came to church. I mean, we have come to church to prosper. We have come to church for demons to flee our lives. These saviors of men, there's for the pastors. Well, if something is good for me, should I not share it for you or with you? Eh? And, and anything that you do for God, don't, you see, when there's something to be done for the Lord, don't exclude yourself. Don't feel that it is for somebody. Because the Bible says, blessed are they which die in the Lord. Now, it means that those who die serving him. <laughs> For they rest from their labors. So if you are not careful, and all you come to life to look for is money, and there is no God in your life, all you want is have degrees, all you want is build houses, follow women, the day you die, you realize that in hell, eh, you'll be looking for money. You'll be looking for women. It's true. There is a girl who had a vision and went to, not a vision, she actually went to hell and saw people who were suffering. And one of, the, one of the things she saw was a lady who was screaming. And she asked the angel who was with her, what the, why is she screaming like that? She said, the angel told the girl that when she was on earth, she was a prostitute. All she did was live for sex. So as she is here suffering, Every man that you see, they are inserting things into her private part. They are torturing her. It's like you say you want, you want it. So everything can go inside. So that was her torture. 
So when the Bible says they rest from their labors, don't take it literally. You see, there are things we don't sit down to ask. When you are doing some things on earth and you die and don't rest from it, it means that when you, are, when you have died, you are going to continue doing those things. And it's, it's a very laborious thing to go through. Yeah. yeah. So we should be careful. Yeah. God's word is not for exclusive people. It's for pastors. It's for priests. It's for evangelists. It's for prophets. It's for teachers. It's for what else? Apostles. And you, you are none of the above. So it means that none of the words apply to you. But when it comes to the blessings, I am in your presence. Bless me now. I am in your presence. Bless me now. You see, that's how children are. I I, I don't know. Those of you who have children, have you ever woken up for your children to come to you in the morning and say, Daddy, what should I do for you? Is there any work that I should do today? They will never ask. Daddy, if they told you to buy something and when you came home, they were asleep. When they wake up, they will remember. They will come and ask you, Daddy, did you buy my thing? <laughs> Daddy, I want this. Daddy, I want this. Daddy, I want this. It's only what they are seeking for that brings them to you. But not what has to be done. So, when we are Christians, we shouldn't re- re- relegate our relationship with the Lord to only what we want. Yeah. It's a very dangerous and, 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 and empty way of living your life. That, as for you, anytime you come to church, you have a prayer request. Lord, yesterday night I didn't sleep well. Lord, this morning, that's where I've come. That all those dreams will end. I pray that those visitations will end. Deliver me from such things, Lord. Let your hand be upon me, Lord. Lord, deliver me. Then you feel that, yeah, he has, he has heard you. But there is nothing that you live to do that is according to what he wants you to do. So this message is for all of us. <laughs> if you seek a blessing from the Lord, seek to labor also for him. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't work in a bank, you don't work in a certain company, you can never go there with your problems and just expect that they will give you money. It is the people who work, who sit in the offices, who are sent, who are instructed, they are the priority. Yeah. So that's how it is when we say we are Christians. A Christian is not somebody who is waiting to be blessed. A Christian is somebody who is laboring for the Lord. One of the reasons why the disciples were identified as Christians was because of their works, not because of their blessings, not because of what they have. Because of their works. So if you say you are a Christian, there must be works to your name. Blessed are they which die in the Lord, for they rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. So the things that you are doing, the intention for God is that these things that you do for him, it will follow you. So it is a blessing eternally. Yeah. There's no retirement package for that. I'm telling you. It's like continual rewards. And you must labor to receive such blessings in your life. Say amen. So let me look at, let's look at the book, John chapter 21. Let's read from verse 14. John chapter 21. And we are going to see a savior is somebody who, who cares for some. It's when you say you are a savior of somebody, it means you have, you have, you care, number one. 
Because you see, when you don't care for somebody and you see a problem, you will never be moved to help. There are people who will see a dog in a distress and they will go and help the dog. But when they see a human being homeless and hungry, they will just walk away. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's, that's how they are. Their compassion is to animals. <laughs> and they, they, they go about saving animals. I watched a documentary of a man and a woman whose house is full of cats. Because they, they, they rescue stray cats. <laughs> Can you just imagine that they, they wake up and what they do is they, they drive in town and they look for stray cats. And for some reason, they always find some every day. And the house is full of cats. I mean, hey. Because that's their purpose. To save cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you are also a savior, there is a burden in your heart for something. And every Christian must have a genuine burden and care for somebody. That is what pushes you to even make an effort to help. A savior is a helper. So we are going to look at um, John chapter 21 and let's read from verse 14. And the Bible says, this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples. Let me read from my Bible instead of reading from them. Yes. Wonderful. This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples. After that, he was risen from the dead. So we know that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. We believe it. We, we, we believe it. It is true. And when he rose from the dead, he revealed himself to the disciples. And the Bible says, this is the third time he was doing it. So, when they had dined, he came to eat with them. Jesus, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than this? It's like, look at all these people who are here. Look at the things that I'm doing for you or with you. Do you love me more than all the things and the people around he said unto him, Yeah, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Then Jesus responded and said, Feed my lambs. <laughs> he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Then he said unto him, Yes, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Then Jesus said again to him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Now, Peter's things came. He became angry because he was always in a different, I mean, level. I mean, small time, then he's angry. Lovest thou me? Then Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, one question, why are you asking me that one question three times? I've answered you. Don't you believe my answer? Eh? Why? This man, what's wrong with you? Eh? 
Sometimes when somebody asks you one question three times, you can be bored. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something is just coming to our mind. I mean, I, I, we are all some way. There are some things that bore us. Sometimes you've, you've told somebody something and the person has heard what you have said. Then they are asking you again for you to repeat the same thing that you have said. You can easily be irritated. Yeah. So Peter was just like us. He became angry at Jesus and said, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. You, you know, you know, if I'm lying to you, you know. <laughs> thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Verily, verily, this, these are the words of Jesus. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, when thou was young, thou gettest thyself and walkest whither thou wouldest. <laughs> but when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands and another shall get thee and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. Do you understand what he said? This is the message. This he spake, or this spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he has spoken thus, he saith unto him, Follow me. Follow me. Yeah. You see, this, this interaction between Jesus and Peter is one of my favorite discourses in the Bible between Peter and Jesus. Because of what it teaches me and what it teaches us as Christians. Now, we all know and we may have heard severally about what it means to love Christ. There are many teachings, many instructions that have given. There are things that have been said to us. Which of them do you remember and which of them do you apply? Because you see the question about life and about our relationship with the Lord is are we interested in doing what God loves? Because when you, when you are with somebody who has authority one of the wise, the, the signs of wisdom is to do what the person likes. So sometimes you can see some people have favor. I have been an employer before. And I've done things for people who were working with me that it's like I had, let's say if I had, I think I had about 11 people working with me. But there were some two people that I did things for them that nobody knew. (laughs) Because of the type of relationship they have with me. And there are things I said to them that I didn't say to everybody because of how they respond to me. I knew that these people love me and they care for me and they think about me. So I had a genuine burden for them. You know, when you say you are a Christian, you must be careful because see, many of us have the tag that we are Christians, but in our hearts, we don't love the one who, are, who's, who, who is the reason why you are called a Christian. 
We have no relationship with him. And nothing that concerns him concerns us. Just as you can have people who are working with you and, and they are even w- w- praying that something bad will happen for them. I'm telling you, there are evil people in the world. Though. I had a colleague. I was doing the same business and he had a guy that he had worked with for some time. And he believed and trusted the guy. And this, my friend, went to do a business deal and the thing didn't work. And he lost a lot of money and it started affecting him. He couldn't even pay his workers and things. And this guy came to me and he was talking about what my friend was going through. And the way he said it, he was always almost, it was mockery. It, it was like, he, he was, he, he felt that it's like, he, my boss, he, when we speak to him, he doesn't listen. So he's happy what he's going through. He will learn a lesson. I was shocked, I'm telling you. That day, the, the, the way I dealt with the boy, he, he, he will never forget in his life. And I've never forgotten him. Because I saw somebody who was loved, though, that his boss has never said any bad thing about him to me. But today, he was sitting in front of me and it almost like happy that something bad has happened to his boss. And he was still working there. He had not left. His heart, his spirit was not in support of the person who was feeding him. Who was was looking after him. Who was paying him every month. And he was rejoicing at the pain and suffering of the one who had employed him. You know, many of us, you see, when, when, when you hear things like that, you can easily say, hey, people are wicked. Oh. But sometimes, you see, when you sit down and look at your life, you'll be surprised that you are, you are just like this person in so many ways. See, when you don't concern yourself with the things that burden Christ as a Christian, it says that you see you are working with somebody, the person is doing things, you, 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 you are not bothered. And you see, when any when your uh, uh, leader is doing something, he's he has employed you, he's he's taking decisions, he's doing things. Do you think that the mind is that I want to I want to do things so that the people that I have employed will suffer? It is never the mind. Or I want to I want to do things and make money and, and, and take the money away and leave these people. No, he has the heart of the people. Because I say I have been an employer. There are times that I can't pay myself. I have, but these my people that I'm I'm working with. Hey, every month I have to pay them. Profit or loss. Yeah, there are times that you would have lost money. But you see, you can't explain it to them that you've lost money. So, brother, uh, let me let me hold on small. You have to pay them. So it's like everything that I do, it is to make sure that they, they, they also have a certain comfort in life. Yeah. So I think about them. Think about them. Some of them, I mean, you see a young person who he's working with you, but he's looking after his mother, looking after his father, looking after his siblings, and it's not easy for him. He, he hasn't even gone to school. He doesn't have a certain understanding, and it's like the, the pay that you are paying him, you know, it's not even enough. For, for so many people to depend on it. So there is a burden for the person. And if such a person is not interested in what I am doing. And will not support. And will not make sure that 
the work will progress so that I will, I will consider giving him more. That's an evil son or an evil employee. If you don't concern yourself with the things of Christ, there is something wrong with what you call Christianity. You are, you are like an evil employee who is working and, and, and he won't resign. No. He is there. He, he, will not, he just wants to hear something back and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus had worked with a lot of people. But you see, there was none of the people he sat with or, or had interactions with and spoke this way. Apart from Peter. I, I, I don't know whether you have read about any such discussion he had or interaction he had with any of the apostles or disciples who were following him. None. He saw in Peter a heart that was different. Lovest thou me more than all this? Yes, you know all things. He has seen in the heart of Peter. This guy will kill people for me. That's why he took a sword and slashed somebody's ear. He was cutting the head off. Tell you, I always tell you that story. He, he, he was not aiming at the ears. I mean, what, the, what was he going to do with ears? Ah, he was cutting off the guy's head. But because he was Marcos, that's the name of the guy. He was wearing a helmet. The soldiers, those and they wore helmets. You know, these Roman helmets. And then it, it covered your 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 this side, you know, here, then it leaves your ear loops. So he struck the thing and it just hit the ear and cut the ear off. That was wild. Okay for my Lord. <laughs> he saw an uncommon laugh that was not found. That's why on him was the church built and the gates of hell did not prevail against it. And truly, Peter Lebedo, don't take him for granted. He's the head of the church. The first pope is uh, Saint Peter of Basilica. They, 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 uh, the Romans gave him Saint Peter, or oh, the Carlisan also. It's not, is it not Saint Peter? Is it not the first pope of the church, the head of the church? So they made him the first. Oh, my Catholic history is not right. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, Saint Peter. Yeah, they call him Saint Peter. He loved God. And the evidence of his love was his work and his love for people. Somebody, a Christian, your first identification as a Christian is your response to what... And these were the last words of Jesus. So the way you respond to the words of Jesus is the identification of who you are as a Christian. And the first one is your ability to show love. Are you a savior of men? You, you see, when you don't love people, eh, you will never be concerned about their burdens. Many of us are selfish. We think only about ourselves. We will, we will go to the ends of the world to get what we will, we will eat and be happy. But we will never lift a finger to help somebody who is close by, who is in need. That is why many people will be shocked at the last day. Lovest thou me? 
It's like the first sign of who you are in terms of your relationship with the Lord. It's the depth of love that you have for him. See, ask yourself, one of my morning prayers is the Lord direct my heart into loving him. Yeah. And the Lord direct my heart into loving him. Because you see, there are many things that can take your, your love away. Your work can take your love. Your husband can take your love for God. Your children can take your love. Uh, your education, your pursuit for life and, and the comforts of life, they can easily take you away without knowing it. But you, 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 you will deceive yourself with occasional attendance and semblance of religious representation. I go to church, I give offerings, I pay tithe. You think that when you pay tithe every month, it is enough for Christ to use it as, as a measure to, to let you go to heaven. It's like, there is nothing in your life that, 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 it's when you have your, a father or a mother that has looked after you and every month you take a certain portion of your salary and you go and give it to him or her as a mother, you know, and you think that, look, I mean, it is enough that you respect, you know, that you respect, that you I mean, that, that's it. You feel that you have done what is, what is important. You are, you are a good child. Because not many people do sad things. As for you, every month, you, you, you take a certain portion of your salary and then you give it to mommy or to, you give it to daddy. I mean, so you feel that, Charlie, I've accomplished. Hey, you see, if your, your, your reverence and respect for authority, your parents, is, is just to give them money, then you are sick. I'm telling you, there's something wrong with your thinking and your perceptions of life. Because, you see, a relationship has nothing to do with money. Material things. The death of relationships, the care, you, to even call and say, oh, mommy, how are you? If your mother is not well and they can't call you, you have to know that there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a problem. They are your parents. So they, they also, parents also have issues. And sometimes the, life is such that they, they will now come back to their child. Because listen to what Jesus said. He said, when you were young, you had energy to go around. Though, but now that you are old, you need someone to help you. Yeah. To lead you around. And it's like now that they are in that situation, it's money. You don't have time. You never even visit them. I have a friend whose 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 uh, uh, mother died, and and he had some sisters in US who were proud. Never, I mean, there's nothing that it's like when the mother talks about something, you know, it's like oh, when she died, they had not been. To visit her for more than 12 years. When she died, they sat on the plane and, and they bought bouquet, brought flowers. I mean, beautiful. The mother had told them, nobody should lay wreaths when I die. They have bought flowers, put it on the airplane seat. Because they didn't want it to even go into the... Uh, 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 to destroy it. Yeah, you are coming to uh, honor dead bodies. When the person is alive and, 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 and is calling for love and is seeking for your attention and your, and a relationship, you don't have time. 
Now that the person is gone, you have, you have brought your face. You have come with your, your, your children. You have flown. Bought tickets. <laughs> ha! Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it, some of the mistakes that we make, eh, it is because of pride. When you are proud, one of the signs of pride in many Christians, when you ever say, I know what I'm doing. Be careful. And you see, that thing is very common on our lips. The day you say, and you have been saying it, I know what I'm doing. So, when there's a situation or there is something, you cannot be advised. Your, your, your mind cannot be turned to do what you, you don't think about. Like, what you think about is enough for you to stand on. But you see, there is a way that seems right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. That's why Christ had to come and save us. Because the way we are, if we are left to do things the way we are, many of us, we will end up in hell. I'm telling you. Yeah. If God leaves us to live, because we are fallen men. We are, we are, we are. <laughs> the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. And the second Adam, which is Christ, was made a quickening spirit. And the soul that sinner dies. And this soul is laden with sins. So when you are not careful and you think that you know what you are doing. You, you, I mean, you, you, your decisions are right. You don't pray. You don't seek God. You don't uh, uh, seek counsel for your life. You, 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 you see, when a state or a country, the laws and constitution gives you the right to choice, right to freedom and things. It, it, those are not the things that when you obey, you go to heaven being a good citizen in the books of a country's constitution is not what will take you to heaven. Yeah. Loving God. <laughs> Loving God. Serving him. Understanding his purposes and the things. Because if, if you have a father who has labored all his years. You know many of us when we are growing up. I, 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 me, when I look back, I don't remember being deprived of anything as I was growing up by my parents. Of course, there are boundaries. There are some things when you are asking or you ask for, they won't mind you. Because it's like, look, you, you have to be real, you, you see. But I, I remember my parents as people who cared genuinely and gave everything that I needed. So it's like, why should I now come to a point where now it's like even to, 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 to also be burdened about what will make them happy in their age. Sometimes, sometimes my father would just call, oh, I've not heard from you like one week. Are you alright? How are the uh, uh, children? How are they? Everyone, this one, if they are around, I want, he wants to speak with everybody. It's like, he, he doesn't need money. He doesn't need, you know, it's just a certain genuine care. That's, that's the burden in the heart that makes people who, who, who influence and, 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 and bless our lives, you know, that's what makes them move. And when you are a Christian, you are like a, you, you have authority. And that's the genuine care that you must have. You think about people, you care, you call, you find out how people are doing. Sometimes even in church, there are people you will not see for six months. You will never call them. But the day you hear they have died, you come for their funeral. I'm telling you. 
There are people, one day we had a brother who died in the, in the church. People who had not been in church for one year, they came for the funeral. Yeah. And when this guy was sick and were moving him from one hospital to the other and whatever, none of them cared. But when he died, they heard it and came and sat there. <laughs> Thank you for the message. We have to change. We have to change. And they went away and they didn't change. They haven't come back. Yeah. Yeah. We are, you see, that's, that's the face of selfishness. You say you love him, but you are not concerned, though. You are not burdened. You're not burdened. If you don't have genuine love for people, some of you, look, you don't call anybody in the church. You don't have because you don't have any friend. We have a church member who works in Dubai now. Her birthday, she sent me a message on her birthday. And then she said something. She said, Thank you. When I came to church many years ago, you gave me a friend. And those people have they helped me. And anytime I was when she found there's a lighthouse in Dubai, she's inside the church. Said the only thing that I understood about being a Christian from you is that we have to love people. Hey, yeah, because see, many of us we are selfish. You, 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 you don't care about anybody. Hey, and it's a very wild thing. That's why see, when you don't have that burden, it's difficult and sometimes even impractical. You see, Jesus came to save his home first. And when he was rejected, that is when he stepped out. You see, that's love. I'm doing it at home first. But if the people at home don't understand it, there are others who will receive him. Yeah. So, if, if, we, if, you, if you are in this church, your heart, the sign of love is the care for people. You see, when you sit around and you don't see somebody, you have to ask, hey, where is this person? Wow. You, some of you will never be burdened you see, because the way you are, when you come, you sit down, you look at me alone. When you finish, you give your offering, you, you, you do the things that you do, you just walk out, you are finished with God. <laughs> you are finished, you are finished with Christianity. Next week, you will come again, come and sit here, straight face like that. Yeah, but when somebody dies, you will hear, Oh. Ah, that sister was been okay, and somebody will show you. He used to, he sits here, he does this. Ah, I remember him. Yeah. Oh, what a sad this thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you, you remember? Is that the time that you show compassion? Okay. You see, then it's, it's, it's wrong. How come genuinely you can't? Sit down here and say, ah, I didn't see this person. He comes. So I remember once some uh, 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 a lady and a girl, uh, a guy. I, 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 have, I had seen them always sitting together. But I knew that they were not related. So it was a bit curious. One day after service, when we were sharing the grace, I, I, I just said, look, you people, you, you sit together all the time. Do you know her? Uh, I, said, I asked a lady, do you know his name? No. Do you know her name? 
Because sometimes when you come to church, there are some places you sit comfortably. Yeah. And, and you may also have somebody who also likes to sit at that same place. So you end up sitting there. How come you can sit in the house of God with somebody for almost six months? You have not even asked the person's name. So you, this person, if we send you to go out and go and win a soul, go and love somebody, you, where is the love must begin at home? That's why Jesus told Peter, lovest thou me more than all this? If you, if you don't start from within, eh, it's, 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 we are sending you, it's like we are throwing you away. It's not genuine. Like you have, eh, look at Michael Jackson. He loved the world but hated his father. That's why he was cursed. He never had peace. He was the most blessed amongst all the Jackson uh, uh, 7 or Jackson 5. Yeah. His father loved him and saw a unique talent in him above all the other people and brought him up rigorously and trained him. When he became a star, he became bitter that his father deprived him of his childhood, that he made him grow early. Yeah. Yeah. So throughout his life, he never, anytime he has to say something about his father, at the point he, 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 was, he stopped talking to the father and was just loving the mother. And I don't know why the mother also didn't scold him. They, they left him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at him. He, he, he was the youngest. He has died. All the others are around. Even the drunkard did say, all these guys who went, who did thanks, things and went into the world and whatever, they, 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 they are still around. Yeah. Love it. Very unique and special place to be with the Lord. And when you don't have it, you can't, you can't, you can't be used. And many of us, our selfishness is, is so heightened that, you see, when you have been in a church for a long time and you don't know people, it is a sign that you don't love. Because you don't Don't laugh. I try to know people's names. Can sit with somebody six months. Every day when we finish, we share the grace. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You will be asked, oh, what's your name? What's your number? So, what church have we come to? Eh? Your face is straight to the pastor. The pastor, even the pastor, as you have finished, that's all. Another Sunday. There are many people in the church. They don't have my number. If you call the who that? Somebody was celebrating the birthday. I sent a WhatsApp. Thank you. I mean, powerful prayers. So. First of all, I called. The person didn't pick. So I said, okay, let me send. A, I sent a, a, a powerful prayer, prophetic prayer. Oh, thank you. After about one week or two, some weeks after, then the person had a problem. Something then got my number and called me. When they called, no, I mean, I was surprised because that person has never called me before. Yeah. When they called, no, hey, I'm sorry, you. I didn't know that you were the one who sent me the message on my birthday. Sorry. So if if you don't know somebody, somebody sends you a nice message. 
Oh, just called us. Oh, please, who are you? Eh. How many people care about you and will, will pray like this for you and say things? Your, your birthday messages that you received, how many of the messages can compare to what I sent to you? Yeah. No, amen. Thank, thank you. When I saw the message, I said, this person doesn't know me. And you say, I'm not doing it for fame or for you to say some special. But you see, it's a sign of something that is wrong in your relationship with me and with God. You understand? But when there was a problem and she, 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 she or he had to call me, that's when they realized, I'm sure when they stored the number, they realized, hey, this is the it's the bishop who called me on my birthday and sent me a message. Even to respond. So somebody has called you and they, they, you've come to see the message call. You won't call back. One sister, I called her. I called her more than 20 times. Sent her messages. She reads the messages. Yeah. Then when it was her birthday, she sent me a message that it's my baby. Pray for me. Yeah. She didn't respond to my calls. So, I mean, when I saw it, I was wondering whether it was the same person. So, I asked, have you seen my missed calls? Have you seen my messages? You've read them. Because it's on the WhatsApp chat. What has happened? My phone, uh, gospel, I lost all my numbers. Okay, you lost all your numbers. Fine. But you've seen the messages. You've read them. They've thick blue. So, if you don't know somebody who is, you've lost your numbers and somebody sent you a message, won't you find out who the person is and store the number to retrieve your number? Selfish people. Oh. It's like, they, would, they, 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 they feel that you are there to be used. But there is nothing in their heart that, that strikes them. Because sometimes when we call people, we don't need any... I've never called you to ask you for money. I don't call people to ask them for... I don't, if I've called you to ask for money, come and take the microphone right now. When I call, I'm checking on you. How is your work? How is your health? Praying for you. I mean, this are, are you happy? That's one of the questions I always ask. Are you happy? Because me, I'm happy. One day I preached, somebody said, Pastor, today I think that I realized that when you're a pastor, you, you can be unhappy. I said, why? The p- people are somewhere. The way you preach, I said, you are hurt. But I said, oh, me, I'm hurt. Then you didn't understand the message. I'm very happy. I don't allow people to affect me. I've, I've, I've decided and believed and trusted God and it is happening in my life. I live above what people feel and say. Why if you follow people eh? If Christ were to follow these selfish people, he would have been broken-hearted. I'm telling you, that's what you see. He needed somebody who connects to him in love and responds to him and understands his heart. Because he said, my time is over. And when I was here, you were the, I was the one doing everything for you. But now I'm going. It's like I'm an old man. I can't, I'm not around. I can't do it. So Peter, take up the burden. You see, when you don't have a certain heart... Things cannot be entrusted to you. Sometimes you see people. I have a, a, a friend. He's a lawyer. He's, he's an accountant. He's a very intelligent guy. I'm telling you. He had a job in a very 
wild uh, 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 company. And you see, the way he is and the position he had, he was a head of corporate affairs. So he was thinking that when the MD, MD's term was getting close and he, 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 he felt that it's like he's the one who must step in. He was so confident about it. Uh, he, he was going to step in. <laughs> Before he realized, somebody who is a, a, an assistant in a department was the one who was considered. Not even the head. Another department. He was raised up. Because the person who, the, the, the person who was the MD, he had made recommendations to the board and had made sound arguments. And, and it's like, you couldn't, you, you, you can't, you can't. Yeah. Because there is a burden. Because the, the guy who was the second, who was uh, 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 considered, he had, he, he, he had, taking over that department because the person who was there had been ill for a while. And even though he was not confirmed, it's like everything he did, everybody knew that, no. He was a solid guy and you, you are there pompous. You cannot be told to do anything. It's like you, are, you know how to run things. You know what to do. When you, they go for board meetings, you argue. You, 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 you know that kind of people. Yeah. And you think that they should bring you there with your pride. You you suck all of you say you fight all of us. Yeah. And and we don't need that spirit. Christ is not in contention with us. Sometimes when you don't get a certain favor, it is because of your posturing. It doesn't matter how good you are. You see, when be careful when people praise you. Yeah. They zealously affect you. They say, oh, you're a When wicked people and ungodly people find value in you, it means that you are fallen. You should be, you should be afraid of such praises. He that rises up in the morning with a loud voice and greets his neighbor spreads a net for him. Yeah. They are flattering you, praising you. Yeah. Saying all the things, but your, your, your mother cannot praise you. Your friends feel that, hey, you are a good person. Because any bad thing they talk to you about, you have advice for them. Anything they, 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 they want to do that, they, 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 they are limited in doing. You can help them do it. But the best relationship that you must honor, you don't honor and value it. So it's like, you are useless. Even your mother is afraid to leave the house with you. Yeah. I mean, there are some girls eh, they, they, I mean, I know a mother who said my, she was traveling said, my, uh, my, my, my two younger daughters I cannot leave them with their big sister yeah because she's irresponsible dresses and moves out and comes anytime, then you want to entrust them because you don't have the spirit how can, how can the house be left with, with you you sleep and wake up the time you want. When your mother wakes up at dawn to, 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 to get herself ready. You have boys who tell you that you are beautiful. You have friends who love you. Who are calling you. Who are always... And, 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 and you are not concerned about how your mother feels. Many, of Christ, many Christians don't care what Christ thinks about them. Yeah. Be careful. 
if you don't love Christ, then you can't make yourself a savior of somebody. Because you see, loving Christ saves you. It delivers you. Sometimes the respect that you have for your parents at home, it delivers you from foolish people. You, you will know if you love your mother who labors for you or your father who labors for you. You will realize that some friends, they, don't, they, they, can't, they shouldn't be in your life. Some things you are led to do, you shouldn't do them. And it is your salvation. When you don't assure yourself of your salvation and work it out with fear and trembling, you are not concerned about somebody's salvation. Because you see, when you are corrupted and you have friends who influence you to do the wrong thing, you don't have a burden to save them. You are in the evil passions with them. Just as they, so you can't save them. So you are a Christian, but you, you are far away from being a savior because you are still in bondage. Still in bondage. Don't joke. Don't be. See, there is nothing. Let me tell you something. If Christ comes here today, if the rapture happens today, some of you will remain. You will wake up and realize that you are here. Yeah. You think that coming to church is what makes you make. Staying in your father's home and sleeping in your father's home every day is not what makes the father love you. Yeah. It is, it is how you, 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 you do your things. You see, I used to have a, 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 a young girl who joined our church some years ago. And the mother was not happy with the church because it's like when the girl comes to church, she doesn't go. So she was complaining. Then I asked her a question. What are you supposed to do at home? What time do you wake up? Basic question. So then I realized that she's being foolish. You are lazy. You are chatting. Then you sleep late. You watch movies. You sleep late. You can't wake up early to help your mother do things. You, you don't help in anything. You have friends you go out with. You come to church. So your mother, it's not the church your mother is fighting. It's your foolishness. Your mother is not fighting the church. So change. Do this. When she, and she, she changed and began to honor. You see, later her mother herself joined the church. And after today, all her siblings... Joined the, the, the two, she had two sisters, senior sisters. They were in another church. They joined the church. The first one married in the church, married a guy in the church. They, the whole family is in the church. Yeah. Recently, the mother celebrated her 70th birthday. They sent me pictures. Wow! They came to church to do Thanksgiving. 70th birthday. Honor. They are blessed. So sometimes some of the reasons why we, we have problems is our attitude. And we should learn it. God will be happy with you as long as you do what is pleasing to him. He doesn't need much from God. What can you give? What can you give? What can you give? It's not money. You think that if you like, stop giving offering and money. For the next five years that you'll be in the church. And, and, and you'll be surprised that that is the reason why we will even progress. Because your money is like Akan's money. It's contaminating the offerings. <laughs> you, when you stop, you see that Charlie, we, we, we will do many things. That's why you understand that. It is not money that God is after. It is the last thing. It is our heart. Is our heart. When we love him, we, 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 we make it easier for him to use us. Because see, what he was asking Peter to do, eh, it was not, he, he, he didn't say it to many people. 
But what he wanted to be assured of was the love that Peter had for him. If you don't love God, you can't, you can't be a safe. You can't care about somebody. When you care about the person, you, you are not concerned about the salvation. That's why you can have friends that you go to the uh, club with, you party with, you sleep with them, you do every evil thing. And, and you say you are a Christian. And when you finish, you get up and come and sit in church and you leave them in the world. You, you don't love God. You can't, you can't, you have not saved yourself. How much more somebody? You, there is no burden in your heart. You can't even bring them, you can't even invite them to church because they know that, oh, you are just going. You are, you are just going. You, you are just going. One day a certain girl gave a, 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 a testimony. She said, she was in a choir. She said for about three months, she had a boyfriend. The guy will come and pack, bring her to church and the car and, 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 and sleep. Yeah, in the car. He will never come to the church. First service, 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. When they finish, no. She sits in the car and they go. Yeah. She herself was giving the testimony in church. But something happened to her and then she realized, it's like, she just realized that no, she's doing something wrong. She's deceiving herself. And she's not being genuine in heart. So she had to break the relationship I mean, sacrifice everything that the guy was doing for her and, 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 and just start afresh. And she had changed for almost a year. And she, her life was stable. She had progressed. So she felt that she must give that testimony to just praise God for what the double life that she used to live. She had to save herself first. And later, 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 she had to go back to this guy and speak to the guy about salvation. Even though the guy didn't respond. That's the burden she had. But she said, at the time that we were sleeping together, I could never talk to him about church. Because he doesn't respect the church. He sleeps with you, wake up, drives you to church and packs a car. Or sometimes drops you, goes to check one or two things and comes back to pick you up. Sometimes if he's drunk and has hangover and is tired, he will not move. He will just sleep, put the air condition on and, and sit in the car and listen to music. Yeah. He will never enter the church. <clears throat> May your heart be for the Lord so that you will be easy. It is, it is when you love God, it, it is easy for, for him to lead you, to speak to you. Peter, Peter loved God. Is, is, it, is it Peter's response? He said, you know all things. If I don't love you and I'm lying, you will know it. And Christ knew that this guy, he loves me. But he still asked him, not once, not twice, three times. Because there's a special release of power into our lives when we genuinely love the Lord. It is easier for you to do the things that he wants if you love him. You see, many of you women, when, when, you, when you hear a guy telling you, I, lo- tell him, I love you, but he, he doesn't speak to you one week, if you don't call him, he will not call you. That's not love. The day he feels like having sex, he will come. Very romantic. Hi. He will spread you. He will do things. When he finishes, he's gone. It's like that's the only value that he has in you. To take advantage of your body. And he only praises you. I've missed you, baby. Anytime he sees you, he wants to touch you. He wants to touch you. He's a carnal person. Yeah. But you see, sometimes that's how some of you interpret love. Real love has nothing to do with bodily affection and intimacy. No. That's 
to be with the spirit that you have in your heart. A care, a burden. How the person thinks. You, 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 you feel for the person. When somebody loves you, anything that makes you unhappy, the person is positioned to just bring joy. Make you happy. Yeah. That's what genuine love is. And that's how Christian love is. You don't, we don't expect, you see, if we don't have love, I'm telling you, many of us will stop preaching because people are some way. I can give you a record of things that I've done for people and some of the things they say, you'll be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even, even as an employer, there are people, my workers, nobody, I, I told them, I said, you people, eh, the way the salary I pay you, eh, I know if we give you even 10 years, nobody can buy land. So I got a friend whose father, they have some land in some place, and I spoke to them. I said, this is my people. I want to give everybody land. 70 by 70. So they gave, yeah, they gave the, uh, 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 the land for me to make a deposit. So I said, as for the, the initial deposit, I'll make it on their behalf. Eight people that I work with, I paid for them. Initial deposit. And I told them that every month, I will deduct this amount and we'll use it to pay. I didn't finish paying before I, I left and came full-time. When I was coming full-time, it was paining them. I mean, I, I can't stop because of, I can't say that I have to help you finish paying your land before I come full time. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what has happened to them. But I said, look, only just sacrifice. Because what they were paying a month was not too much over a period. Because the land, initially it was far. Today that land is not far. Yeah. And they, they've been able to pay the land and all of them, they, they have eight people. You think I don't love them? Some of them steal from me. Some of them do things. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I, I don't change. Yeah. One of, the, one of the guys, he even left. He resigned. He told me his mother was not well. No, no, he was lying. He had gotten a job somewhere and the pay was higher. He couldn't tell me. So he used his mother as an excuse, but he was working somewhere. He wants to take some one month break. He had gotten the job and he was working somewhere. So when I discovered it, I said, it's not a problem. Ask for the land. If you finish paying, the people will give you the transfer. So continue. Yeah. I just, you, 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 okay. Because you see, we are not doing things for people because we want to impress anybody. It's something. It's because me, I know how God has loved me. I know how grace has found me. And kept and preserved me. I shouldn't be standing here preaching. I'm telling you. None of my friends preach. None of my friends are preachers. If I bring a list of my friends. Ah. <laughs> That's yeah. Just like Paul. Ah. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Trust God and love him. Let your heart be burdened to love him. Because see, Jesus asked Peter three times. And you know, one of the things about Christ is he knows, he knows the hearts of men. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And the word of God is Christ. For this is that which we have handled, the word of God. 
So when Christ was with the disciples, many times the Bible says, and he reasoned with him, within him what they were thinking. He knew what the people were thinking. Yeah. So he knew Peter loved him, but he still asked for emphasis three times. That's why Peter got angry. You know all things. You shouldn't be asking me. Because it's important. It's so important that you have to love him first before you do anything for him. Because when you don't love him, everything you do is not genuine and truthful. It's selfish. Sometimes you don't love somebody, you have bought a car for the person. The day your foolishness comes, you will collect the car. Yeah. You collect the car. I mean, I know a brother who rented a, 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 a house for a girl. And, and he, he came to find somebody in the house. Oh, Charlie. He called some boys. Carried, they the, entered the house. Carried everything that belongs to the girl. And threw her out of the house. And locked the house. And the things that he had bought, he kept it. Locked the house. Go away. Don't care where you go. Is that love? Yeah, because he was benefiting. Selfishness. Genuine love. You do things you don't... If, if you don't... <laughs> honor me or do anything. It won't change me. That's, that's Christ too. Peter was abused. Christ suffered abuse, but he laughed till the end. So that's the kind of love you must have. You don't, give, don't give up. Don't turn your back. Fight till the end. And it becomes easier for you to be used because people don't expect people to love you. Expect God to give you grace to continue, to continue, to continue, to continue. Because you love him first. And that's more important. Yeah. If you don't understand it, you struggle. May God help us. May your eyes be opened. To love him more. To trust in him more. May you never lack any genuine love in your heart towards the Lord. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yes. Lift your hands and thank him right now. Pray. Pray. Yes. Lord, help us. Yes. 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 Thank you. Father, help us. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 5. Hey, is that what I said? Second Thessalonians, sorry. Second Thessalonians chapter 3. And verse 5. And the Lord directs your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. This is one of my morning prayers. Lord, don't let me be doing things for public show. Let me be genuinely in love with you. Because if if everything I do is disapproved of, but my love for you is assured and genuine, I am covered because nobody has the power to condemn me. The only one who will judge me is the Lord. And if he finds me, look at uh, uh, David. His, His brothers called him proud. His father didn't even see him as one of his sons. He was not respected, but God told Samuel the prophet, I have found a man 
after my own heart. This guy loves me. Yeah. And irrespective of what people think of him, I have chosen him. Go and anoint <laughs> that's, that's, and, and you can see throughout the life of David that how he loved God. Everything he did was just to lift up the name of the Lord. Not to walk in pride. When he's rebuked, he humbles himself. He, he doesn't say that I'm a king, which was like Saul, who was so proud that even the prophet Samuel couldn't rebuke him. The prophet Samuel cannot instruct him. After you have been anointed to be king, now you can't be instructed. Because there is no genuine love in your heart for the Lord. You don't understand. He didn't have that. He didn't have that. Lord, help us. Because anything that we do for you comes out of a genuine love that we have for you. If you will be saviors of men, if you will care for people, if you will love other people, if you will serve people, Lord, it is because we, will, we genuinely love you. So help us direct our hearts into loving you and into the patient waiting for Christ. I love God. I love his son who died for me and rose again and shed his blood to wash my sins. And he has sent me. I love him. Love him for what he has done for me. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, help us. Give us all grace. We bless you. We thank you. Help us and touch our lives. We want to be fruitful. We want to be pleasing. We want to do what you take pleasure in. But Lord, help us to love you deeper and more. Help us. That you asked Peter three times to prove what was in his heart. The Lord took Israel out of bondage. And he took them through the wilderness to prove what was in their heart. Whether they loved him. Ah. Ah. Lord, if there's anything that I should do to be approved of you, let it be love. Love for you. Love genuinely for you. I thank you. I give you glory. Help us. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every eye closed. Everyone stand. If you are here, you want to say, help me. This morning, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to walk away from selfishness. I want to walk away from every evil, contentious issues, things that are not pleasant to you. Lord, deliver me from sad things. You want to say, help me to be committed, to be renewed, to be strengthened want me to pray with you. Just lift up your hand and say, Father, help me. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Help me, Lord. Thank you. Father, we bless you. Show us your mercies, Lord. Show us your mercies, Lord. Show us your mercies. We give you glory. Deliver us from selfishness, from things that displease you, from attitudes and nature that is contrary to what you expect of us. Because we don't love and trust you. But give us that help. Which comes only from you. Direct our hearts into loving you. And into the patient waiting. Of your son Jesus Christ. We thank you Father in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Be seated.